BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. I am so excited to be joined by a highly requested co-host. She's very busy as Michaela's mom, but she made the time to come down and sit with me. And for that, I'm grateful. So please welcome to the show. Michaela's mom, also known sometimes as Olivia, my sister. Hi, Hi Olivia. everybody. Oh, you can move your microphone okay. closer to you. Adjust. Feel comfortable. I mean, honestly, you and Jackie look so great every day. Thank I you. literally could barely sleep last night thinking about like oh. what I was going to wear, what I was going to do, what was going to look flattering on camera. And then ultimately, I just decided like I was just going to embrace me, do me, All wear black. a nice blouse with leggings and some sandals. Yeah. Like, who am I fucking kidding? You know? Nobody. Just um, talk into the mic. Like can you can bring you it towards you. Me? Bring it towards you. I know, but I'm such a monster. I feel like it's going to, oh, and then the true. whole thing's going to fall over. That's you know? true. Well, thank you so much for being here. I know that being Michaela's mom is perhaps the most time consuming job on the planet. Surely. And for you to just come and stay with me for 60 minutes while Michaela is not too far away, just like yearning for you, not to make you sad, but I really appreciate it. No, it's actually really good because now is around her morning nap time. So perfect. it's like perfect timing, 10.30 a.m. Eastern, obviously, as per usual. Um, but I would say that nothing gives me greater joy than to just sit here and have a conversation with you because we actually do it four million times a, a day. day via FaceTime. And I, when I was thinking about the fact that I know absolutely nothing going on in the world, don't really know like your hot takes on things that are happening, but then again, I don't really need to because then I just pick up the phone and call you and I always ask you what you think about things. So, so it sounds like you're saying you don't listen to the morning toast. I listen to like pockets and people and things here and there. You Which know? of the episodes this week have you listened to with um, the guests? I tuned in for the episode with Not Skinny But Not Fat in the beginning because I, of course, live under a rock and had no idea there was a rumor you were pregnant. So that was really oh, exciting for me to find out. It was a TikTok rumor, but don't worry, they've been debunked. Now people think I have a choking fetish because on my Instagram stories this morning, my neck, I have like so much buildup in my like neck wrinkles of like spray tan and I'm actually spray tanning tomorrow, so I have to exfoliate today. So if you, you can see, it's just like, I have like a little, you see these lines of yeah, like- Yeah, but like, who cares? People are like, are those choking bruises? I'm like, girl, I no. just like, what is wrong? <laughs> no, with and the it's world? like, and if you think that these are choking bruises, like you're exposing yourself because, like, what the hell is that even? Like, 100%. I didn't know that was hundred percent. Yeah, that would absolutely never come to mind for me. No, never. It's obviously spray tan or like dirt. Yeah, it's a combination of things. I didn't shower yesterday. Anyway, so I did that, and then I I saw a lot of videos of Tyler Cameron petting Theo, and I just felt like I didn't need to watch it because like the videos were so um, conclusive. But I would say that. 
being a guest after Tyler Cameron is like, it's a, it's a big burden to bear. But I do have to say, yes, was the response to Tyler Cameron overwhelming and so appreciated? Yes. You are such a highly requested Aww. guest co-host. The Toasters love you. And if you're a mom and you want to hear Liv talk a little bit more about her journey, I think last year we did a big Patreon podcast episode with you about your birth story, which was kind of traumatizing. We won't get into it. And then most recently we did an update like Michaela's one years old. How's life as a mom getting back to work in a pandemic? Will you stay in the city? Things like that. So there's two podcasts on our Patreon channel if you're looking. And me and Jackie uploaded a podcast yesterday that was so funny. We read our podcast reviews. By the way, I am actually dying to listen to that because I cannot wait. You are brave as Hell. So honestly, Jackie was more brave because it's a really good idea for a segment. But you know, like I take everything so personally. And like, so she was the one who went and found the reviews that we were going to read out loud. Like she was, I couldn't, I can't go down that. You can't, like, yeah, I a hundred percent understand that. I mean, Jackie is extremely brave. So she's so strong. But you know, at the end of the day, it builds character. It builds tough skin. You know, I have I have enough character for like eleven people. I think you do too. According to the podcast reviews, some people say I'm annoying, rude. Um, So that podcast is up. That's our third episode of the month. And it was actually, really funny. I kill it on Patreon. I do yeah. my home tour. No, we I are constantly Patreon. exploiting really our family and their personal lives for the Patreon because that's what they're paying for and they deserve it. So thank you for letting us into your home and into your Oh, brain. by the way, happily, I love it because it's such a wonderful community. It is. And it's just like fosters such like great, funny vibes, you know? Yeah. And I just feel like I bring out my best self on the Patreon. And that, like the last episode we did, was me and you. Was so funny. was so funny. I was like kind of a little drunk. Yeah. I don't really, like I only had one glass of wine, but you know, it just like affects me differently. And when they record podcasts at my house, they make me turn off the air conditioning for the sound in the background and like I cannot function so I was like sweating and semi-drunk could barely get two words out but like really excited to be there is kind of a fucking cluster no but it was really good and the people loved it so head, to, head over to patreon.com slash morning toast to check it out keep up with live and also check out the uh, podcast reviews so today we have a great show I know you you know it's so crazy to me because we actually do have a lot of housewives stories and I know that you're familiar with the housewives but you don't really watch anymore mm-hmm. which is so crazy just because like my personal life experience was I only knew what the housewives were because when you lived in 777 6th Avenue you were always watching it in your corner bedroom and I was like what is this and I literally got into housewives because of you I actually used to watch it at the apartment before that, 66 Madison. Oh. And I, it was so crazy because it must have been like 2011, 2012. And I was like, this was like really before social media took off. And like you were able to really kind of understand in the moment how things were. But I was like craving. You used to read their blogs. I used, I was the biggest Bravo blog reader. All their traffic came from me. BravoTV.com. I was obsessed. I read every single person's blog. I was really deep in it, but I just found it to be very overwhelming at a point where one, basically the Daily Mail does a recap of every episode with like images and what happened. And you don't necessarily have to waste an hour of your fucking week for one episode. So if there's like three seasons on at a time, that's three hours when you can read a five minute article. I feel like I'm abreast of what's going on in the housewives world without ever the only season I watched was Salt Lake because one you told me to you're like I think you would really like it and it's easy to start fresh on a new season exactly and I also wanted to like give it a fair chance there hasn't been a new housewife season in such a long time I mean like I'm talking like I watched Real Housewives of Miami I watched the live reunion in the clubhouse like I don't even think people even remember that they did that it was the biggest shit show of all time they do remember it because we talk about it once a week here on the morning test it was unbelievable yeah And so, yeah, I probably will keep up with Salt Lake. I'm actually finding that 
you know, I need, Shapiro and I watch so much TV together. And like, if there is a night that he goes out to dinner or has plans, I'm like, what the hell do I watch? Because I can't watch the things that we watch together without him, without rewatching it, which I find really annoying. Can I recommend something to you? Absolutely. I actually think you'd really love The Real Housewives of Potomac. And it's okay. very easy to get into because I think they're only on their fifth, maybe sixth season. Okay, I'm into Whereas it. like, you know, you have 14 seasons of OC and it's so premium. And the, like, I actually think Zach would really like it because there's so many outrageous moments that's not even really about the drama they're just like they're really like a bunch of like silly goofy girls okay thank you for the recommendation it's really and then you'll be caught up now because the season's on and it's like it is consistently one of the best franchises in Housewives amazing okay yeah I'm super here for that also I think most people know like I actually I like like scripted dramas of yes I know I kind of just moved away from reality TV yes I, I, I don't really like it that much anymore because I think that I I kind of just like see through it, like the mm-hmm. production of it all. I think the only people that ever really did it super, super well were obviously the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And I think over time they opened up more and more and more of their lives. But also then, you know, Chris Jenner's the producer and right. things are quasi as they appear to be. So at the end of the day, thank you for the recommendation. Um, and I'm excited to hear what the housewives stories are because yes. I really don't know how I can contribute, but I'm excited to bring my non-housewife perspective to the table. You are familiar with all the housewives I'm referring to, and I'm here to give you all the information that you need to know. Can't wait. I love a lesson. So I think I'm ready to dive in. How are you feeling? Strong? I'm feeling stronger than ever. Okay, good. Stronger <laughs> than yet. Free Britney. Um, okay, so Olivia and I are here. And we're going to do it, you guys. Don't be shy. We're going to deliver the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Okay, and today's episode is brought to you by Relief Band. I wish Jackie was here because you know this is her favorite sponsor as someone who frequently gets nauseous on boats. Um, did you know that one out of three Americans regularly regularly suffer from nausea? We've all experienced that horrible feeling, whether it's in the backseat of a car staring at your phone after one too many um, on a night out with friends or even just the anxiety of a work day. Nausea can ruin your day, force us to change our plans, and in the most severe cases, make us unable to function. For those who can relate, we've got good news because you've got to check out Relief Band, the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, morning sickness, hangover, chemotherapy, so much more. The product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and it provides an all-natural, long-lasting relief with zero side effects. The technology was originally developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea from patients, but now through Relief Band, it's available for the masses. Jackie suffers from nausea a lot. I know that she wears her Relief Band anytime she gets in a long car ride, like over 30 minutes, and she... um, wears them on boats and I've actually started to wear I never really noticed motion sickness from long car rides or travel but I always got like a migraine after a long travel day and now that I wear my relief band I really don't feel any sort of side effects and I'm feeling a lot better so I just think it's something everyone should have in their house because you never know like when nausea hits ooh. As you're getting ready to take your summer road trip, hop on a boat, or just anxious about heading back to the office, right now Relief Band has an exclusive offer for Morning Toast listeners. Go to reliefband.com and use the promo code TOAST to receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com, promo code TOAST for 20% off plus free shipping. Great gift for someone. Like if Where was co- that when I had seven months of fucking morning sickness? Literally. Literally. Just gain my weight in saltines instead, but get 
relief band. Okay, so I'm going to start with, obviously, the biggest news in my world yesterday, which was The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was on. And every week, you know what's going on, right? Like with Erica. Of course. I did watch Housewives and the Hustler. Oh, okay. Yes. So, la- so literally every week on Real Housewives, of course, this is like the center storyline. And we're learning more and more from Erica. Because what we know now, we only know from the tabloids. And we don't know what's true. We don't know it's not true. And we're hearing it straight from Erica's mouth. And honestly, she's being really open. I don't know if everyone believes her. But she's not not filming. She's showing up at every... She went to Palm Springs. She was in the court in the morning. Palm Springs at night with the girls. Like, she's really stepping it up. Like, opening up. Which I have respect for. Because... That's hard. When housewives go through things like that, they usually stop filming. Yeah. But she also needs some money. If I was going through something like that, I would hide in my house and never come out. But she also is completely financially independent now. And she does need the money from the show. So... Right, right. So right. she dropped a couple bombshells in the episode last night. I'm not going to lie. It was like a little difficult to follow. She was being like a little confusing with her story about like him in the car. But one of the bombshells was that Erica Jane claims sloppy Tom Girardi didn't deny cheating on her. Erica Jane accused her now estranged husband of cheating on her and not denying it on Wednesday's episode of Beverly Hills. Erica Jane told her castmates over dinner at Kyle Richards' home that she never went through uh, Tom Girardi's phone or his belongings during their marriage until her friend Yolanda Hadid split from David Foster in 2015. Erica said, after Yolanda divorced David, I just opened that phone and I was like, wow, okay. She alleged that she found evidence of a years-long affair uh, that the now disgraced lawyer was having in the form of text messages and pictures. Erica said, I knew a lot because it was so hard to hide and you know he was sloppy. She went on to claim that Tom did not deny being unfaithful to her during the two-decade marriage. And so that was really interesting. But then she also went on this weird storytelling journey about, because, you know, they're claiming, and I know you know this from Housewife and the Hustler, that he's not mentally fit to physically or mentally fit to stand trial. Um, And Erica is kind of corroborating that. She's basically saying, and she said this for a few weeks on the show now, that he's like deteriorating in front of her, his mental health, his physical health. And a couple seasons ago, Tom got into a car accident and broke his ankle. And Erica now is telling us that it was so much more than that. Like he didn't just break his ankle. He like drove off a cliff and she's trying to explain there's this ravine behind her house and the car went down the cliff and he was out of the car, but he got thrown from the car. And all the ladies are like confused because she was not being clear about what actually happened. Um, But him cheating on her is... It's, it's kind of crazy. And her saying that she had known about it for years because after their divorce came out, all these stories were like, he right. had a girlfriend. The judge. Though, even though he's 97 years old. That judge. Yeah. Okay. But now Erica's corroborating. I have a million things to say about mm-hmm. this just based on what you're reading. So let's like pair it back. One, is Erica Jane shading David Foster? <laughs> I don't know. Is she implying that David Foster cheated on right, her? Right, which got her to then think like, I need to look into my own because I, I will never like put out rumors about anybody period but like we've always been justice for david foster yeah. so like no but I'm, I'm irked by that that's actually a really good point because as far as we know it was the lyme's disease and, and that whole journey that really tore them apart 100 like, she was being like you know paranoid and he wasn't being supportive so that's actually a very good point right so that makes me think one and then two the thing about the sloppiness that i don't think i agree with is do you mean agree he, with or believe no, no, no. The thing about the sloppiness that I don't believe. Yeah. Here you have a lawyer who has been shysting people for 40 years plus that nobody knew about. Meanwhile, he doesn't know how to hide his dick in his pants. Like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, but you know what? You also have to remember he is like in his late, late 80s or whatever. And he's trying to like keep secret text messages. I'm sure the man can barely figure out how to pick up the phone. I know, but he was also keeping like secret bank accounts and money from people. But he figured out how to do that on his phone, but not the messages from the judge. Actually, you know what? What I I took away from the housewife and the hustler was like 
People have known about the shystiness for years, and he actually wasn't that organized with his fair, super philandering. Fair. Like all these families were confused. No one knew about it, but they did. So it's like I actually don't think he was that much of a criminal mastermind because one, he got caught, and two, people. Some of the stories they were talking about, people were onto him since like 2011, 2013. Yeah, like, people were just indebted to him for so long that they let him get away with it. Yes, but then at the same time, all those voicemails is like he was yes. leaving physical proof, like sounding Moron. like such a nice guy. It's literally. So confusing, and I'm sure you talked about the housewife and the hustler. The only thing I will say is like the thing that makes this storyline so confusing, other than the fact that it's so hard to follow and also so mind blowing, is like when you have Danielle Staub and Dana Wilkie as your commentators. Like we said that's the same where thing. you just lose me. Like what? We said the same and thing. And it's ABC produced. Like mm-hmm. you really couldn't find anybody else. No, like Sunny Hostin, who's like a legal analyst, 100%. should not be in the same documentary as Dana Wilkie. Uh, Hundred percent, and I I thought Sunny's perspective was fabulous. No, and she really broke down like the legal jargon for yeah. us in layman's terms. Me and Jackie, when we recapped the documentary, we had a lot of positives to say about it. But we also said the second I saw Danielle Staub sit down in that chair, I was like, "This is a joke." You know, Danielle Staub almost is okay if they worked at that same club. Right? And maybe Danielle had a perspective on her from twenty plus years ago. Dana Olivia, Wilkie and her twenty-five thousand dollar glasses. You're kidding. But Olivia, her and Danielle Stubbs didn't even work at the same I know. club at the same time. Like they just two ships passing in the night. Right. But they might have overlapped with people that work together and she might have heard. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Know, like whatever. But I don't know. I'm really like struggling because, because there's so much uncertainty with the situation. Yeah. And honestly, last week. She had a breakdown on the air. I mean, not on the air, on the episode. She went hiking with Kyle and she just absolutely broke down. She, her entire face was covered in black mascara, black eyeliner. Aww. It was the. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's sad, but I'm so confused. No, but then, actually, this is just another really quick story. Camille Grammer shaded Erica Jane's crying on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because a lot of people were like, they were real tears, 100%, but like her mascara was running everywhere. It seems like kind of like deliberate, you know? Yeah. So, like Camille, she didn't wear waterproof, you know? Right. And there's yeah. actually proof of her doing like YouTube tutorials where she says she always wears waterproof mascara, first of all. And second of all, Camille um, Grammer, who's like so irrelevant, I hate to even like give her credibility she did tweet something really interesting about erica like crying with all of the black mascara running down her face um she basically said hold on let me find the tweet verbatim um where's the tweet can i see something about camille while you find the tweet oh i found it she because they went to the bahamas in season nine she wrote with a picture of erica with the black mascara we filmed in the bahamas season nine and we were all swimming in the water i don't remember remember seeing erica's mascara run after swimming underwater just saying so a lot of people thought the mascara was a ploy oh interesting i mean it very well could be i've worn like the same mascara for like ever and sometimes when i work out it runs and sometimes when i cry it does and doesn't like it's not consistent so i don't know her situation but the thing i will say about camille grammar is that if all else fails for camille like she should really become an sat tutor because she taught us so many big words pernicious pernicious Totally. She's actually a very eloquent, well-spoken woman. Like, she just has a vocabulary that's so expansive. It just blows my mind. No, literally. I always think about that. Pernicious. Pernicious. No, it's, what does that even mean? And she was, like, responsible for calling her the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Like, no, that, yeah. yes, yes, that was, yeah. that was. And she had Alison Dubois at her home. So uh, you I watched can't. Housewives back then, right? Oh, yes, I did. I actually recently went on a spiral. Like, where is Alison Dubois now? Oh, it's a thing. I yeah, think, her right? Instagram's popping. She's very much like still smoking electric cigarettes and, and being giving a people, fake psychic. yeah, <laughs> be giving people their fortunes. 
Oh my God, good times. Good um, times. Okay, well, we're wishing the best for Erica. I don't know. We're I just re- confused and we want more information. We want facts. And honestly, like, mistakes were made here. The intent was definitely shady. And just come the F clean because, like, this isn't so going j- away. Here's the question. Me and Jackie haven't landed yet, but do you think Erica knew? I don't know either, but she's I she's really smart. I like, can literally make the case for both sides. Yes, of course he's not sharing his financial information with her. Like there is a power dynamic when you are an older, wealthier man with like marrying a cocktail waitress for sure. But Erica's a smart fucking bitch. hundred percent. So how do you not know that all these like I don't know. I really I'm so torn. I know. It's very, very confusing. And honestly, I don't think we'll ever know. I think at the end of the season people are expecting like closure. No, there won't be. I don't think we will ever know. This was also filmed a while ago. Like all of this stuff was filmed probably in Tampa with her even before it's Christmas and the hustler it's Christmas yeah in in Beverly Hills right now got it got it all right next up months ago in some relatable news Megan Fox stopped drinking after belligerent comments at the 2009 Golden Globes Megan Fox claimed she put down the bubbly after having a bit too much at the 2009 Golden Globes, leading to her to make, quote, belligerent comments throughout the carpet. The actress, 35, said she went through multiple glasses of Moe at the notoriously boozy event where she says she was seated with Blake Lively and all three Jonas Brothers. That sounds like a great table. This is what she said. Now I don't drink, and this is why. I was belligerent, and I said a bunch of shit I shouldn't have said on the red carpet after that. I think I got in a lot of trouble for whatever I said on the carpet at this event. I don't remember why, but I know I did. You can look that up. So, of course, Page six looked it up. So <laughs> on the red carpet, Megan spoke to Juliana Rancic about feeling insecure and pointed to Salma Hayek and was like, I really want her boobs. And then Rancic called Megan Fox one of the hottest women in the business right now. That Megan Fox made a joke that she's, quote, a doppelganger for Alan Alda before adding, I'm a man. Um, oh my God. So she went on to declare how painfully insecure she was, adding, I'm on the verge of vomiting right now. I'm so horrified that I'm here. I need to watch this interview with... Uh, Juliana. Juliana. Then Juliana asked if her then boyfriend, Brian Austin Green, was there. And Megan Fox told Juliana, quote, he doesn't want to be my date. He's a man. He has an ego. I think he's probably working on music. I don't think he cares about watching the show. Oh, dear God. Did Brian Austin Green ever even come out with music? That's a good answer. (laughs) Well, honestly, like, can you imagine the pitch she had? I sometimes, like, wake up with the biggest anxiety. And I'm definitely overthinking about, like, something weird I did the night before. Yeah. But on a red carpet, like, thank God I'm not famous. Like, for real. A million percent. Wait, I have so many things to say about this. Do we know how old um, Megan Fox is? 35. So. Oh, my God. She's so young. She's young. But also, this was 2009, if I put my math brain on. 11 years ago. At least. She's she's 24. 24. Like, I just think in general... She was probably nervous, too. Yeah, we put these young girls... She was even, like, more of a child actor, just, you know, with her iconic role. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. And what was the one with the... I get what I want. Thank you. And this winter break, I want Jordan. Holiday in the Sun, filmed at the Atlantis in the Bahamas. Holiday in the Sun, yes. If you, as a child, didn't go to Atlantis, Bahamas, and, like, die that they filmed that Holiday in the Sun, does everyone know what I'm talking about? Like, that... We went to Atlantis, and we thought we were Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yeah. But it's just, like, she's thrown into to this situation so young by the time she's 24 of course she's drinking to cope with the years of residual anxiety and pressure and 
I mean, I just feel like kudos to her for like sustaining in the business for another 11 years and like, you know, being in a place where she's comfortable now sharing. I'm sure that her that sustainability like, has a lot to do with her not drinking. A million percent. No, I actually but really like love her. Is really an easier can be like, I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but like that's the way that some people cope. Right. Yeah, of course. So I think then removing that, you really have to like bring your full self all times. Right, like, no, but then you're also difficult. celebrating. So it's like she's on the Golden Globes. She's 24. Like she wants to celebrate. A hundred percent. So it's really like a very toxic 100% environment for like a young person who might be like insecure or new to the business. A million percent. But well, she looks fabulous at this event. She doesn't look drunk. I mean, she looks like she's living her best life, if I may I say know. so myself. Do you stan her and Machine Gun Kelly? Because I do. I mean, I do because I don't like know enough about either of them and their lives. I know obviously she was married to like Brian Austin Green and it seems like they were like on and off and it was rocky for a while. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about Machine Gun Kelly's like personal life but they really do seem so happy together like they are thriving in kind of the you know Kourtney Kardashian Travis Parker of it all like these people seem really happy to be together so like thus I'm super happy for them yeah no and it's also really great when like two people um get together and I, I think Machine Gun Kelly has one daughter and she obviously has kids with Brian Austin Green and I think she was in like such a bad place with Brian Austin like they were so tumultuous like constantly like with their instagram drama like it was really messy um yeah i'm not into the mess i'm not into that either but now she seems to be like in such a better place and honestly brian austin green is too we just reported he's dating sharna burgess yes i saw from that. dancing with the stars yes i saw so that. you just like some people are just not meant to be together forever no totally and i think some people like hang on to like every waking thread because they think they're supposed to or it's going to be like too difficult if they leave and like what it's going to be like but like once you free yourself of the shackles of your unhappiness that's like that movie. Do you ever see Marriage Story? Remind me who's in it. And Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, Netflix movie about divorce. Um, I don't think I watched it because I think somebody told me it was like depressing and unnecessary it's to watch so it. It's so depressing. Yeah, I'm not into that. Like, but it's, I'm into happy vibes. But it's all about how you go from like just being in a happy place with someone to when you're in the process of getting divorced, like literally despising this person. Like you, you would actually kill them when you once like used to love this person. Yep. And it's like Scarlett Johansson, he was so mean to her. And then she finds herself in a great place at the end of the movie, she's got like a great thing with her career and she found a man. And so it's like literally, it's that. Like the juxtaposition of being so unhappy and then being happy, it's just so wonderful. Yeah, it is. It's very wonderful, but it's a fucking journey, man. Divorce or life? Life of being like going from a place of happiness, unhappiness, um, happiness, but un- that's un- life. unhappy, happy, happy. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Happy it's and a- sad at the same time. One of the main themes from our episode yesterday where people were we were reading podcast reviews was people asked us to stop singing and I'm just going to say no, no. Like you sing literally six seconds seconds of a song. Please. It's a 60 minute episode. Like just skip it if you don't like it. Um, We've got a little bit more celeb news brought to you by Pura Vida. Summer's upon us. Is your wardrobe ready? What better way to get back into the carefree spirit of summer with a brand whose apparel and accessories are all about laid back living and enjoying life to the fullest. Pura Vida is one of the coolest apparel and accessory brands out there and giving back has always been at the core of what they do. Pura Vida was started by two California surfers who went back to Costa Rica and fell in love with the art of art and laid back lifestyle. They began partnering with Costa Rican artisans to create beautiful beaded bracelets selling millions each year. A portion of what they make goes back to causes you care about. They partner with over 200 charities 
uh, worldwide. They offer colorful graphic tees, crop tees, hoodies, one-of-a-kind tie-dyes. They're super fun to wear to express your personality. They offer over 200 styles in their summer catalog, buttery soft, 100% cotton apparel. They're also known for their beautiful handmade bracelets that are unisex, fully adjustable, and 100% waterproof. If you want to just be like a cool, like Kelly Kapowski gal, like you need cool bracelets, necklaces, rings this summer, and Pura Vida ones are super affordable, and they're super, super cute. So Pura Vida, you can look good and do good, and to get 20% off your Pura Vida order, text TOAST to 38817. That's TOAST to 38817 to get 20% off at Pura Vida. Terms apply available at puravitabracelets.com slash terms. You text TOAST to 38817. Um, Kelly Kapowski reference, I feel like is very interesting for you. Like, where did that come from? I don't know. I'm just like, I'm not like other girls, Olivia. And it's, it's about time Excuse you learn that. Excuse me. It's about time you learn that. Um, all right, next up. And a couple news I didn't see coming, but I actually really think could work. Oh, what happened to my page six? Uh, hello, sir. Okay. Irina Shake and Jason Sudeikis share laughs and hugs after dinner in New York City. Funny man Jason Sudeikis and model Irina Shake were spotted at a celebratory dinner at the Hunt and Fish Club, your favorite restaurant, Olivia, in Midtown on Tuesday, and they even shared a friendly hug as they exited the posh eatery. The Ted Lasso star joined the model and about a dozen others for a steakhouse fete thrown by British Vogue editor-in-chief Edward Enfull, sources told Page Six. Sudeikis was seen in a cheery mood, and we've learned he is single and no longer casually, date, casually dating Keely Hazel. Um, he says he was never really serious with that British model. But she also appeared in his show, Ted Lasso. And now it's just got me thinking, like, hmm. I do believe this was a friendly encounter. They're just, like, saying bye to each other outside a restaurant. But I don't know, the way she's smiling at him, I feel like these two have been in the news a lot recently. Obviously, they say she's dating Kanye. Kanye. No clue if that's, like, still happening. He seems very busy. Yeah. And she, I mean, he has obviously lost the war between... Olivia Wilde because she's like out on boats making out with Harry Styles so I just think he needs a win and I think Irina Shayk could be it I mean she's stunning can I just say something the only thing that I care about with respect to the story is that they were at the Hunt and Fish Club such a good restaurant why don't you tell everybody what happened to you there what happened I fell we fell down I, the stairs honestly, and you were meeting with somebody else oh, I honestly <laughs> I honestly could have you sued. had a bruise I could have sued the Hunt and Fish Club yeah. for what they did to me I can't me. believe they're still open I'm like actually happy to hear that you should go with Zach for like a date night definitely it's a gorgeous restaurant I met someone there I walked in the restaurant and I realized I was like 10 minutes early or something so I'm like I'll just wait outside and so you know in New York when it's cold outside they have like doors outside the doors that you're like they're supposed to capture the wind or some yep. shit so I go outside I'm inside the restaurant I open the main door and I'm in this little vestibule then I open the fake door and you would assume, like, when you take a step out of the fake door, you step onto the concrete. But I didn't realize that this fake door was elevated, like, two feet in the air. Yeah, and now it's, like, three steps down. But they're, like, so steep. Like, yeah. I literally just took one step out this vestibule thinking I was going <laughs> to walk on flat land, not realizing I was in the air. And I went flying. Yeah. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. And I had so much, like, physical pain. And it's in Times Square, like, near Times Square. So there was a thousand people like yeah. you know everyone's like oh my god are you okay i'm like get the fuck away from me i'm fine but i was not fine and honestly i had to then go sit through like a meeting for an hour with like this bruised hip and i i did say something i'm like you guys should have a sign or something because this is a a hazard yeah and now i'm thinking i don't know this is a fancy restaurant they're sh- throwing vogue parties there like i could have had a case i mean wow, i had totally forgotten about that oh my god it's actually when i think hunt and fish club like the first thing i think other than the fact good, that good um, 
They, we also, oh, Hunt we and saw, Fish Club, we saw, okay, we had one yes. of my birthday dinners there. Yes. And they had just finished filming Real Housewives of New York. Reunion. Reunion. And they all came there together after. It was like the highlight of my life. Yeah, that was crazy. It's a fat, you know, I just haven't heard about that restaurant in so long. Totally. We should plan a dinner. A hundred percent. I'm super down. But back at the story at hand, Irina Shayk, Jason Sudeikis could be dating, could have just run into each other. This could be the start of something new. It feels so right to be here with you. And now this looking in your eyes. I just think this is something. Um, I'd be happy for them if it is something. Then I would just be really curious as to what's going on with Kanye. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if people are... They're both, like, in similar places, having right. left long-term relationships, marriages... Kids. Kids, the whole nine. So it seems like a likely pairing. Um, and if they're happy, again, you know you know my mantra. If you're happy, I'm happy. Yeah, no, I actually just think this could be a good pairing. I agree. They're... Like, they give me similar vibes. I don't know, like, when I when I read this headline, I was like, oh, yeah, they're dating. But they're not. They've never even been linked. So I just think it's cute. Cute. Happy I'm into it. All right, a little bit more Housewives news. Because Jill, Jill Zarin is having some legal woes. She is in no. a hideous, hideously unglamorous court battle over a Midwestern Rite Aid. No. Stop. Yeah, bear with me. Being one of New York City's ladies who lunch isn't all champagne at the plaza, tea sandwiches, and calling Lee Radswell a bitch. Sometimes, apparently, it involves going 15 long and bloody rounds over a Rite Aid in something called Canton, Ohio. Page Six has learned that racehorse owning, Hampton summering, upholstery doyen Jill Zarin is locked in a knockdown dragout battle over a fabulously appointed yet tastefully restrained strip mall pharmacy with sweeping views that take in Wendy's, Arby's. Okay, this person, like, is making too many jokes. Literally. Like, just. This isn't like, you know, funny or die. It's fucking page six. Just give me. Okay, here's what happens. It seems that as well as leaving her. Oh, my God. This person doesn't stop making jokes. It seems that as well as leaving her, one imagines swaths of diamonds and strings of pearls. Oh, my God. Stop. Jill's late husband, Bobby, bought her more than one Rite Aid store. We're told Bobby forked over $650,000 for the location in question. But he bought her a few, which is like such a generous like. Thing, like you to want to take care of your wife like you buy her business not yeah. just like diamonds but according to court papers a 1.7 million dollar loan on the canton drugstore came due right at the beginning of the pandemic court papers claim that due to a bungling property manager nobody mentioned this to jill and so the leader central state credit union took over the right aid and has since been collecting the rent now she says she's not being given the opportunity to pay off the debt and take back her beloved Rite Aid. So the former Real Housewives of New York star is now entrenched in a deliriously unglamorous fight to get Benadryl and Ritz Crackers boutique back in her name. Oh my God, this article is really bothering me. She complained um, in an affidavit that Page Six got, I have been caused to expend thousands of dollars on counsel to resolve what should have been a routine matter. Jill declined to comment and lawyers for the credit union and court appointed receiver did not get back to them. Um, this just sucks because this was supposed to be like a nice gift from, you know, her husband. And now yeah. it's like a troublesome journey. I mean, two things are I have two thoughts on this one. Um, kind of confused that she wasn't given some grace like it seems like everybody else on the planet was with respect the to the pandemic and like loans yeah and like most people aren't even back in court and people are doing zoom court and all these yeah. things so like that just seems fishy as hell it, it, no, it just seems honestly really unlucky. but I have a solution okay Rite Aid needs to partner with Shop Jill and Allie carry all their masks and all their stuff and it'll be a beautiful happy relationship you know what's so funny? I actually thought when I first read this headline, it had something to do with like them carrying Shop Jill and Alley masks or yeah. phone charms or something. Um, 
But she doesn't own the Rite Aid. She owns the property. Ooh, interesting. And Rite Aid rents it from her and she's not able to collect the rent anymore because the credit union took over because she was late on her loan. Why didn't you write the story for page six? You know, this guy made it so fucking confusing. Oh my God. She basically is just like, give me my business back. They took it from her because she did not pay her loan. And she said that the property manager who has now been fired never told her that the payment was due. Right. So they just took it and now she's like, let me just pay it. Right. And get back to business. Oh, my God. Insanity. Some people just really make more work. It's unbelievable. I feel like Canton, Ohio is actually like a place known for something. Like something's there. Yes. A Hall of Fame or something. Okay. Does Dave Chappelle live there? Ooh. Um, he lives in Ohio, but I think it's called like Yellow Springs or something. Yeah. No, spring you're, something. You're right. That Canton, Ohio is not a random whatever this article called it no, is. No, there's I've heard a of big it. something there. It's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Pro, Pro football. football. Yes, I would know that because from... You're, the, you're married to a football player. Yeah, and like oh, with all the Super Bowl and games, it's like, Canton, Ohio, yeah. Hall of Fame. Um, the, the final story is about a couple who I just am enamored with. And I know that you are too, so I'm really glad because like whenever I talk about it with Jackie, she does not care. Okay. But I'm talking about the El Musas. And, and their web... It's like six degrees of Christina El Musa. They're so crazy. But she has a new last name now, Hack. Hack. Yeah. Whose name is that? Because she was married to Anne Anstead, who we previously reported on Monday, that is dating Renee Zellweger, which is the weirdest no, thing of I all time. I think that's her maiden, maiden name from pre-Tariq. Because she went from Christina Almusa to Christina Anstead. When I was reading the article on Monday about Anne Anstead, they referred to her as Christina Anstead. Yeah. It's- so now she's Christina Hack. She has a new boyfriend, but she's not married. So is that her maiden name? It might be, but I would... It, it is, is her, her maiden, maiden name. name. I would also say she's the type of person that... If she wants to get a job somewhere and they do a background check, they would not, they would not know, know who look. it is. She's she got a million names. One million names, yeah. She's literally the seven husbands of Tariq El- of Christina Almusa. <laughs> so, and then you know Tariq, there was that weird, okay, and I always talk about it. That's like one of my things, like, yes, Dennis's funeral. I always talk about Tariq Almusa because he's like living his best life now. He's dating Heather Ray Young. He's right. they're engaged from Selling Sunset. Sunset. They're in every magazine. They're always blowing up on TikTok. He's like so great. But people forget that he had that incident. You know what I'm talking about with the gun? I don't know about the gun, but I, I when I actually think about him, like for some reason, like just like anger and yes. like craziness comes to mind. They had like a lot of big blowouts that like feels like domestic disturbance level. They had another one yesterday on set of their show. Okay. So that's what and I'm talking why, about. And how, why, who, what, when, where, why is Heather Ray Young putting up with this? I don't know. Like, just can he control himself around her? But there's something about Christina that really sets him off. It's actually very possible because he's always like bursting up. Poor Christina for having to deal with this lunatic. Okay. So here's the story. Yeah, something is up there. Tariq El Moussa flipped out at Christina Hack on the set of Flipper Flop last Wednesday. People can confirm. El Moussa reportedly lashed out at his ex-wife and co-host after he didn't like the way she signaled to him that she and the crew were ready to film the next segment. El Moussa went on a verbal tirade against Hack, whom he shares a daughter, Taylor, and son, Brayden Five, with. Um, He was comparing her to his fiance, selling Sunset star Heather Ray Young, and saying that he enjoys watching her fail. What the hell? Enjoys watching Heather Ray Young fail or Tarika, or Christina Almusa Must fail. be Christina because she just got married and then she got a divorce, so that's probably deemed a failure in his No, mind. I know, but he, this article says, comparing Christina to his fiance selling Sunset Star Heather Ray Young and saying that he enjoys watching her fail. Okay, whatever, that's weird. This is what he said. Is this page six again with a poorly it's written article? It's Yahoo. Oh, don't even get this me started. Is, this is what he said. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. It's called Winning. El Musa reportedly yelled at Hack, exclaiming that he, quote, made her 
and referred to her as a washed up loser. The pair were married from 2009 to 2018 and they both found fame with the launch of their series Flipper Flop on HGTV in 2013. They also both now have the solo shows on the network. Hacks is called Christina on the Coast and Tarks is called Flipping 101. They filmed nine seasons of Flipper Flop together and are currently working on season 10 and the show follows the divorce duo as they navigate life as co-parents and real estate experts flipping rundown homes in California for a profit. A rep for Hack did not immediately respond to a request for comment and HGTV had no comment. Okay, so I just want to say this is horrible. He sounds so crazy. Like, and I don't think it's like you're not able to like be a nut job to one person and civil to another. Like, I do really feel bad for Heather. I think she probably gets the brunt of his anger as well. But yep. Christina's like the the punching bag for sure. And if you know about that incident with the gun when he ran in the mountains and the police had to come, like this is not a surprise. It's not. But a surprise. if you see him on Selling Sunset and he's like, "Oh, Heather's fiance is so cute, big ring, they love to make cupcakes." Then you're like, what? I've He's never watched Selling guy. Sunset, to be honest with you. But let oh, me tell you. Olivia, that's what you should watch. It's good? Okay. So good. So here's my honest take. I am giving myself homework after this. I'm going home. I would like to know whose show is performing better on HGTV. Right. I'm just interested in the intricacies of their business dealings, that they each have individual shows, and that they have a show together. Very bizarre. Well, Very that was actually really smart of HGTV, because when that whole blow-up incident happened with the gun, I was like, oh my God, their show is so successful. They're like a much less successful version of Chip and Joe. But right. they're, they're a cornerstone of the network, for sure. For sure. And, you know, I'm obsessed with HGTV, so I was yeah. like, I wonder where this is going. Yeah. And then they just carried on with the right. show, Married. And which then is it, also, like, alarming. But then they gave them their own shows, which I actually think was really smart, because if the show ends up flopping, which I think they can't go on like this forever, um, then the, the network still has them separately. Do we think, like, the whole notion of flip or flop, flipping out when he's a psycho is kind of hilarious? <laughs> there's an undertone, I don't know, but yeah. that would be funny. It would be funny. Um, I just, honestly, like, I just hope, I feel like Christina has gotten herself into a good place to remove herself from this crazy, despite the fact that she has to deal with it every now and again. I know. But I hope that Heather is okay, to be yeah. honest with you, because it just seems like there's just no way in hell he can control himself on the regular if they're saying that he's the doing spark that in front that of cast no, and crew because she didn't like the way he signaled ready to film like that's not a thing no that's like a real sign of someone who is abusive like yes, you're triggered by, by nonsense absolutely so honestly i'm wishing the best for christina hack and heather ray young well so then christina married and Anstead, who's now dating Renee Zellweger. They got divorced, and now he has a show on Discovery Plus, like about some shit. I don't know. He's like a host. And Renee Zellweger went on it, and now they're dating. Okay, I'm waiting for my HGTV show. It seems like you guys are just giving them out left and right. What is Like, where's the hours of programming? Because every time I turn it on, it's reruns from the 80s. Well, Magnolia Network did just launch, like literally this week. Yeah, I saw that. Are you a Chip and Joe girly? I'm into them. Like, yeah. I follow Joanna on Instagram. Like, I I, I totally get the shiplap of it all. Yeah. Um, am I de- ride or die? No. I'm more ride or die for Pioneer Woman Reed Drummond. She's my fucking idol. Um, but that's Food Network, baby, and that's where I live. But that they're so all funny. a part of that Discovery Network, you know? Do you have Discovery Plus? I don't, actually. Okay, I have a couple more questions for you before we wrap up the episode. Oh, and I, I can't just, wait to hear them. I Your just, nails look fabulous. Oh, thank you. They're our sponsor. One, one offer of today's sponsor, but I'll send you, I'll give you some. Oh, there. my God, please, because I just ordered some press-ons from Amazon that I was going to put on this no. morning. And... Okay, I understand I have a big chunky fat finger, but like there's no way that people's nails are shaped this size. Like I have to need to return them. Like literally like sliver skinny. Like I'm sorry, a nail bed is like a round, like robust sort of thing. Agreed. Whatever. Um, 
This episode is brought to you by Scentbird, our favorite fragrance subscription service that gives you the month the opportunity to shop from over 600 brands. It is a flexible subscription, so you can skip any month without penalties. Scentbird lets you choose a new favorite fragrance every month to try, and they have designer brands, they have indie brands, and you get to try it for just $16 a month. You get to pick what you want to receive, so there are no surprises, and they have perfumes and colognes and a lot of unisex options. How it works is that you choose the perfume you want to try. They'll send you a 30-day supply. They carry top designer brands like Prada, Gucci, Versace, in labels like the harmonist and confessions of a rebel i actually tried a melon and goats fragrance Lovely. that now i'm like permanently subscribed on because it's so fresh and delicious like who needs to shower i love that for you no one actually. all of the brands are 100 authentic they work directly with the brands and if you're not sure what type of scent you're looking for you can sort and find your new fragrance by brand style occasion season and more um and when brands can charge 150 dollars to even 500 dollars for a brand of perfume 16 dollars a month for a great travel friendly size is so great and we have an exclusive offer where you can get 30 percent off your first month so instead of 16 it's $11 for your first fragrance. Love Go that. to scentbird.com. Use the promo code toast for 30% off your first month. Again, that's S C E N T bird.com for you to try your first perfumer cologne for just $11. Sign on. Smell amazing. Sign on. So, Olivia, before we let you go, how's Michaela? She's doing so great. We were going to bring her today like obviously not show her on the show because you've spoken on the patreon about how you're just not there yet yeah or probably won't ever be um but we were like gonna like have her chill in the stroller but i feel like she would have been destructive she would have just really wanted to be part of the action so badly that like it would just have been super distracting for us because she would have been like yelling in the background kicking and screaming and trying to bust out of her stroller and it is her nap time. Mm-hmm. I'm like pretty, like, I would say, I don't want to use the word strict because like, I don't think that that's the right word. Uh, but you're incredibly strict. I am, um, I adhere to my routine. You're strict. I adhere to Just my with schedule. the timing. Yeah, like honestly. The kid is spoiled rotten. She's 14 months today and she still takes two naps. I don't want to move to one nap because then it just, it's a big nap in the middle of the day. And like, if you want to do anything, go anywhere. Like, it's impossible. So I have a great structure in place right now and I'm not fucking with it. And so what is Michaela doing? Like, what are some milestones she's recently reached? Um, She's taking some first steps, which is extremely excited. She's not like fully walking yet, but if we kind of like let her go in between like Zach and I for probably like five feet like she'll walk to the other one so like really exciting there she's also taking swim lessons which is it's so funny because she actually like loves being in the water she loves bath time and like anytime we've taken her in a pool like she adores it but as it relates to swimming she literally just whines the whole time and her (laughs) this past tuesday she was being crankmeister in the pool and then when we took her out, she started laughing and waved to her swimming instructor. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, you little faker. Oh like, you're just looking for so much attention. Are you kidding me? And, like, what, what is Michaela playing with? Like, what are her new kind oh of interests? Oh, my God. Number one toy right now are these stackable cups. So, yes. like, nesting cups. And she is I, I can't even believe like how smart she is I know that like every parent says that about their child but no, like but this child she genius. will sit on the floor for over an hour and stack and unstack them perfectly when she puts one in and it's wrong she immediately knows it's wrong takes it out and keeps going I actually just bought another set of like stacking nesting cups that are like plainy colors just because I like wanted like more variety but there's just nothing like this toy that she just sits there legs spread cups in the middle stack 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 away for like literally an hour it's unbelievable you know i have a question because like when i look at michaela i literally like and this is just me being completely objective because i would feel this way anyway but 
I think that there's literally never been a child more stunning. Thank you. And like people send me pictures of their nieces. I'm like, yeah, cute. Not as cute as Michaela, but cute. And I'm curious, like, am I under a spell or like, we just need like a, t- like, I'm like, it's possible that Michaela, like it would never be, but like that she's like heinous, but like she's gorgeous. You know what I mean? No, I, I do know what you mean, but. I'll, I'll never be able to see her as anything other than the most gorgeous thing that ever was created. But I actually think I'm being impartial in saying that. No, no, I know. I feel the same way. It's like when everyone's like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. I'm like, I know I think so too, but like, of course I have to say that, but like, I really do feel that way. <laughs> but I think for me, it was kind of like solidified when our pediatrician was like, she could be a Gerber baby. And I was like, okay, you see so many kids. Like you're saying that to me. Like I now feel like I'm not, completely delusional but regardless of course like you all look children at all are beautiful fit. no all children are beautiful and everybody that like you love and you're related to like you see beauty in them and like that's true you, like you see them in a way that you know other people inside. don't see that yeah. right it's like the same way it's like what you find attractive right like I find Zach attractive, you find Ben attractive and also because like we love them and we love their personality and everything about them but somebody some like troll could be like her husband's so ugly like how does she find him attractive right but like I do right right, right, so right. that's yeah no but like sometimes I think I'm like is Michaela really that bitch I think she is I think she might be no I think she's she- also just so good like she has such a good sweet soul like she never really cries she's such a happy baby like when we pick her up in the morning she's always just like biggest smile on her face like even when she wakes up in the morning like she just lays there silently until we come get her and like sometimes it's five minutes and like sometimes it's 30 minutes because like I want to try to get her to like sleep later and thinking that like she lays there and will fall back to sleep like doesn't always happen but yeah what do you think Michaela's gonna be when she grows up Ooh, I don't know I you know I think she, she'll be a gymnast she can be whatever she wants to be I, I feel except like for a vegan the stacking and the building like she likes the whole notion of Ooh, building you think she'll stuff. work in like uh, contracting I don't know I think like she Barbara might, Kay I could see her like just doing something kind of like really creative mm. people say the craziest things about their kids <laughs> you fucking prompted me <laughs> I was joking I'm crying. We're like, yeah, no, she's I want to be a cheerleader and a mom. That's Who what said that? Margo used to say when she was a kid. She was like, I want to be a cheerleader and a mom, which is so sweet. And what did you used to say? You oh, definitely no. want to be a gymnast. Yeah, or like a celebrity. Nailed it. You actually didn't. Well, I feel like you always had this like aura about you where you were like, I'm going to be famous someday. But like you never said when I grow up, I want to be a celebrity. No, I never did. But people, no. when I was like a kid, I was just like so nuts. I had so much energy, if you read about it in my New York Times bestselling book. Um, Absolutely. People were always like, you're going to be famous. And I'm like, yeah. And thank God I did, because if I didn't, I would have been like really depressed. And like in college, Jackie was very much like, I want to be a host of some sort. Yes. And like she used to like interview the football team. Jackie and, like, says do. that she's like in this job is fully living out her dreams. Uh, absolutely. And I, I can attest to that. I am 100%. too. But like her career dreams are being fulfilled in terms of hosting. Well, it's so funny because of the part that I listened to with the Not Skinny But Not Fat episode, you guys were talking about the fact that like really so many kids grow up and they're like, I want to be Juliana romantic and there's not enough jobs for everybody right. blah 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 but it's like that was Jackie and I remember like she used to say those words like that's exactly what she wanted to do and she like, ran like she, the network for Colgate like they had this like losery little yeah she used station. to interview the football team and yeah. like go to the games with like a microphone that had a really long wire and like yeah are you feeling about the game today yeah you yeah know? literally yeah no 100% so you just love to see people living their dreams absolutely Olivia I have lived my dream here with you today thank you so much for spending oh the time my God. I know you're busy I know the toasters really appreciate you taking time off of work and off of being Michaela's mom to come grace us with your presence so thank you for being here I am thrilled to have been here this is my first time in the new studio setup so 
loving everything that is happening here love the toasters love the vibe i feel like it was such a great episode even with such shitty stories i know because, we like, tried some days it's like what is going on in this world i want to go to another planet mm-hmm. and like never come back here again and then other days it's just like another day like yep we made it through we and made I it through feel like that is what today was about and tomorrow is going to be a podcast only with jackie we're finally going to be able to catch up talk about oh, all yeah. the things that went down here today this week i'm so glad to be back with my girl i'm not gonna lie i'm exhausted you worked hard doing the toast like not by myself but like all the work by myself like i really learn and this happens every time jackie leaves to appreciate like how much we really share like the workload yeah um because i have just been dead like i have like every single day felt like i ran a marathon which everyone knows i did not so yeah no absolutely. thank you all for bearing with me for being so excited about the guest co-host i hope you've enjoyed this week i've actually had a really really good time and i'm so glad we got to get some people in studio who haven't been in yet like tyler and amanda so no it's such a good range of interesting people with such good perspectives on like like a balance things. of regulars and new people like taylor's yeah. a regular you're a regular taylor strecker is a queen angel from heaven i love you guys so much so tomorrow's episode is not video it's just podcast with jackie and it'll be up in the morning so thank you so much for listening to the morning toast the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you yes you need to know before every monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching this on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found so that's spotify itunes stitcher public radio i have radio cast box all the places where you listen podcasts find us morning toast leave a five star review about a beautiful stunning and smart we are hope you guys have an amazing day we'll see you tomorrow for friday friday gotta get down on friday bye bye everyone